coming in on three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like this shot full of shit. That's about it. <laughs> was that was that recorded? <laughs> a sperm bag of sounders. Bananas kind of pissed me off. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. It's not an episode if you didn't make something up. Tangerines are whores. What the? ISs. Yeah, if you just ISs. go. You know? M. M. I felt, I felt like it was longer than 10 seconds. P. M I S S I S S I P P I P P. PPI a PPI. lot when I drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I right, welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish, childish podcast, podcast about, about adult, adult beverages. beverages. I'm hey, your host, Knox. I didn't know what he was going to say. With me today is Big Earn. Hi, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, you think a guy who just bought a new snowblower for $4,000 could snowblow the fucking sidewalk so his friend from across the street <laughs> could walk over here not in the snow? It was 2000 and it only, only uh, snowed less than an inch. I usually don't go out there in less than an inch. You have a corner lot, though, so there's drifts. Drifts. All right, now I'm getting chewed out by my neighbor. All right. <laughs> That's right. Lucky he didn't call the city. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's Chris. Hi, Chris. I'm not high, Chris. Just normal, Chris. <laughs> yet. It's early yet. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> we have a special guest today, Jacob Kluber. I also have not snowblowed my sidewalk. Yeah. And Zachary Ramadan. I have not snowblowed mine, but that's because I live in an apartment. It's not my job. Uh, <laughs> nice attitude. Yeah. Just <laughs> be a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus That Christ. type of attitude will get you here on a Sunday. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. How you been since last week? We only got a couple more episodes to go. Oh, have we officially... Uh... Oh, yeah. No, we are ending the podcast. Our last episode will be a party that we have here at the Dungeon on January 7th, and that uh, will be released shortly after the final episode. We got two episodes left. We got today's episode of wild fermentation sours and then next week we're going to close out our scotch series with the island scotches that chris has picked out so dutifully and yeah. masterfully masterfully there was four Master available <laughs> so that's the one, those are the ones you got so we're going to do those ones win, right. by de- win by default is still a win right <laughs> all right so anything else that's been going on last week yeah um Anne asked for some help for a ride, so um, I brought Anne to rehab yesterday. Ah. Yeah. The concert, right? Yeah. Oh, the band. Oh, yeah. The oh, band yeah. rehab. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Playing at Fargo Brewery. So, yeah, I took Anne to rehab at Fargo Brewery. Yeah, I was going to say, man, she really needed it, but I guess, yeah, yeah the show too, yeah. Oh. Last time rehab was here, uh, I was actually in a group with the guy who got into a fight with the singer. And talks about that. That was at the Nasty Nester, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. A guy was lipping off and to the, the singer and the fucking singer guy went and punched him in the head Just a couple times. Jumped and... him, jumped off the stage and punched him in the face. Yep. <laughs> Jesus fuck. That's rock and roll. And the guy later on was like, yeah, I fucking kind of deserved it. I was drunk, blackout drunk. I don't even know what I said, but I was told later on and boy, would I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to be really bad when you're blackout drunk. You're like, oh man. Yeah. That, that, that was me. That was me. <laughs> I got the cops called on rehab. All right. Anything other than that then? Um, no, not really. Chris? No, I don't do anything. I sat around, had some whiskey. Sounds like a yeah. plan. A winning plan. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Jacob, how about you? What have you been doing since the last time you were on the show? Uh, going to football games, day drinking. Uh, same thing I was doing the other time before <laughs> yeah. I came on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun. How about you, Zach? He's just been here. He hasn't left. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, you've done some shows since the last time you've been on, haven't you? Uh, no, I haven't really gotten on any shows recently. Mostly I've just been doing a lot of my streaming stuff. I've been working on building a game show that streamers can promote their streams on. Working on that. Went to the went to the playoff game yesterday for the Bison. Ooh, how was that? That was, it was a fun time. It was a very traditional Bison game where the first half is close, everyone's playing, and then just the second half kicks in, and then we win by like 30 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it. It was a good game. Oh, yeah. Mon- Montana had a bit of a tough time with their quarterback going down, and then I think their backup was their freshman 
So he had to carry the team, and then it just devolved from there. Yeah, didn't they have like go down to a couple of plays with their emergency backup quarterback too? Yep, they had to do that too. Down. There was it some, was a towel boy. There, there was. <laughs> well, some... They called me to see if I could come and throw a little <laughs> yeah. bit for him, but well, Bobby Bouchain was at another 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 college at the time, so they couldn't get. Yeah, him. they you know they were just basically throwing out t-shirt guns, but instead of t-shirts, it was just a little contract for you to play the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow, you were a lot more sober for the game than I was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of that. I'm not saying I wanted to be sober, but <laughs> it just so happened to be that way. Oh, yeah. Wow. Here's where I do my drinking. There we go. <laughs> Knox, what about you? Yeah, um, went Christmas shopping for the wife. Uh, her, she's unfortunately one of those types of uh, people on the planet who have a birthday the same month as Christmas, so they're hard to shop for. Yeah, December beer days right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like... There's like seven of them, right? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. My son is one of them. He's the 30th. So and he always got Mel, shafted. Holly, D, Shannon, yeah. my well, sister. Well, it really just depends how many people fucked in March. <laughs> Springtime <laughs> Cabin fever kicking I in I refuse to fucking march Because I don't want a December baby There we go <laughs> I just jerk off in the shower all day I refuse to fuck, I guess <laughs> That's what you call the luck of the Irish <laughs> you, just, you just don't give a fuck then Is that what you're saying, Chris? Nope, nope. Not me It's masturbation march That's right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No shave November and masturbation march Those Every guys have it hard, don't we? Uh, what's April then with an A? Anal uh, that was just Come applied. On. <laughs> Come on, you that was coming. Look, we get there are some people who can't make the connection from A to B. <laughs> That's all right. From anus to butthole. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, this is this is gross. Quickly devolving, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so today's episode is going to be on wild fermentation. I forgot beer. why we were here. Yes, to drink beers of the first episode. And our last call will be with some fancy Joseph A. Magnus whiskeys that you brought us. Thank you, Chris. So if you want to hear about our Joseph A. Magnus, join our Patreon for one last month. <laughs> Three dollars will get you our entire catalog, our hey, back catalog. Did you say you are? For Three dollars, like you can have all the podcasts for the rest of your life that we're on, that we're playing, right? Yep. <laughs> Unlimited <laughs> access to the rest of the podcasts. Just for one more month, the last right. month. Yep. Well, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. All right. So this one is on wild fermentation beer. And I, I went to northeastbarrelcompany.com to check out their wild fermentation beer, a beer lover's guide on the website there. And it says, beer is big. In 2019, the average American drank nearly 26 gallons of beer and cider. The American beer industry is worth more than $110 billion with more than 6,400 separate businesses brewing their own beers. One drink that is becoming more common is wild, fermenta- for wild fermented beer. Wild fermented beer is similar to regular beer, but it has some important distinctions. What are those distinctions? What is a wild ale? Well, wild fermentation beer is distinct kind of drink. Like regular beer, wild fermented, or wild fermented beer is made with malt, yeast, and water. The main difference comes in the type of yeast. Most commercial beers are made with carefully cultivated yeasts. Breweries take care to make sure that the yeasts do not mix with other bacteria or organisms. That just sounds wrong. Well, it's <laughs> very sterile. <laughs> While fermented beer does not involve such care, they use less common kinds of yeast that produce special and unique flavor profiles. Some breweries expo- expose their brew to the outside air, allowing specimens to come in contact with the brew and grow. The flavors of fermented beer range wildly. For example... Beers that use bretomyces have funky and spicy flavors. Drinks that use lactobacillus have a soft, pleasant sourness. Well done. Well though, done on those. Though the brew can acquire different microbes, the drink is safe for consumption. The processes of fermentation produces alcohol and CO2, which kills dangerous bacteria. Yeah, they're sat, the natural strains of yeast are uh, saccharomyces and bretomyces. And to much lesser extent, the yeast Candida and Pika? Pikachu. Pichia? God bless you. Pikaya. Pikaya? Okay. And I just don't remember what the one that starts with an M is, but I know that's in there Made as well. up. <laughs> so those are the kinds of yeast that they use. Um, so the first step in making wild ferment- fermentation beers is to extract the yeast and microbes. Some breweries get very creative. 
One brewery scrapes strawberries to grab its microflora and then combines them with yeast. I would not want that job, just sitting there whittling a strawberry. <laughs> well, there is a beer made with sitting beer Sitting on yeast. a porch, drinking a Bartles and James, whittling a strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> and chewing. Well, they do have a beer. Sure is hot today. <laughs> there, there is a beer out there made with beard yeast. You just scrape your beard. That's yeah. fucking nasty. <laughs> it's, it, it's made. The Yeah, never mind. I won't go there. All right. Breweries then allow the yeast and bacteria in their air to mix. The breweries then pour the yeast and bacteria into the wort. Wort is an infusion of mashed grains and sugars. The brew ferments over a long period, usually 12 to 14 months. Or 12 to 24 months. I'm sorry. Most breweries will age the brew in oak barrels. The oak barrels can infuse more flavors into the brew. In addition, the pores of the wood are excellent for harboring yeast. The barrels can be refilled multiple times, and yeast in the oak will continue to create a consistent flavor profile. There we go. That's basically... Almost makes me want to drink them. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be funky. They're going to be weird. And so uh, Chris is going to love this. I'm maybe not so much. Eh, probably not. Yeah. I'll enjoy most of I them. Mean, I mean, I'm learning to appreciate very flavorful things. Well, let's start off with our first beer. The first beer is one that Jacob brought, and it's the big one that's in the Magnum bottle on the bottom shelf, I believe. Magnum bottle for my Magnum dong. <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> go with that. <laughs> oh, or, or this one. My Magnum P.I. I remember. I remember. Open it right there. Then. All right, so this first one is from Cross Strain Brewing, and this is the Ratio 79 Sour. It's a 5% ABV. The golden ratio is known as the most beautiful ratio in all of nature, and gold's atomic number is 79. So, of course, Ratio 79 seemed like the best name for our base golden sour. We barrel-aged this beer in red wine barrels for a clean, tart flavor with an outstanding grape finish. That's a big mm. fucking bottle. That's heavy. And, of course, uh, bottle fermentation, so it's going to be very, very uh, carbonated. <laughs> you serve it, pour it like a wine bottle there, buddy. Oh, straight to my mouth? <laughs> you know, nice little swirly Can straw you? right in the top. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to shotgun a glass container. <laughs> when you're not trying hard enough. For some reason, so, uh, yeah, we had a friend, uh, our friend Maddie over, and Keely and her were hanging out. They were doing Garland last night. They were just doing, I don't know what they were doing the night before, but I came upstairs and they both had, uh, I think, cores in their hand. I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, uh, we're going to shotgun a beer. Yeah. Haven't shotgunned beers in forever. And so, yeah, still, I'm still, I still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I've still never shotgunned a beer, but I have shotgunned an A&W root beer before. <laughs> that sounds oh, terrifying. terrible. Very, very carbonated. Yeah. No, the girls couldn't finish the shotgunning. They just had to throw, throw them out. I finished it, but. Yeah, it was ugly. It was all over my face. Shotgunning a root beer just sounds like it could lead to... Diabetes. <laughs> hmm. Well, the color is um, very opaque. Barely see any shadows through it. It's yellow, straw yellow. Very carbonated. Mm, it's got that wild fermentation funk smell for sure, but it's also very kind of citrusy as well. Mm -hmm. Getting very... Very heavy, like kind of lemon nodes from that citrus, like specifically lemon. Yep. Lemon and funk. I think all these beers yeah, are going to be it, super it funky. It smells a little acidic, like a lemon. It smells delicious. Mm. Oh, that's definitely funky and tart. Wow. The carbonation is really tiny. I like Ugh. that. Yep. Funky and, and citrusy. It's tart and funky, but it goes down super smooth and light. Like you yeah. want to go back for more. Yeah. And it's 5%. So you could totally crush these. It's champagne bubbly almost. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Cause it kind of, when I hold up, it kind of just almost kind of looks like minute made lemonade color wise, just a little murkier. So yep. it's like you got the off brand store color. <laughs> <laughs> right. the, our, our family. Yeah. The, the, our family lemonade. But no, this has that perfect balance of, it has that tartness, it has that funkiness. Uh, 
I would almost go far as say is like there's like a little almost like subtle like stringency to it. Mm-hmm. But because it it falls off so quick, you get to the sweetness, you get to the fruit notes, and then the combination of those makes you want to go back for more. It's part of why you cook with lemon juice because mm-hmm. it makes you want to keep coming back. Yeah, well said. I agree. This is pretty good stuff. I'm getting like, I still like it, but it, I still get like a lot of like the smell and maybe even some taste of like sweat. Mm-hmm. That's that wild fermentation stuff. Open like air. It, like the, it's a, like it's a funky sweaty. Sweaty funky? Sweaty funky. Like a socks. That's the name of my yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire cover band. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were fantastic the other night. Thank you. Only funk band that has a splash zone. <laughs> I like how this is, it's kind of like a lemon head, how you were saying it's that sourness at first, but when it kind of dries out in your mouth, you get that sweetness, like the first layer of the lemon drops already off. I think this would be like the perfect uh, hangover beer. I think some of the funks in that, in that, um, in that sourness is really counter affects some of the effects that you get from a hangover. See, I, I'm getting the feeling like this would be like a good, good summer beer. This is very, very refreshing. This is something, like you said, you could pound this pretty much all day, but just, this is something that I can see like sitting outside, you know, not a hundred degree, that's a little too much, but like good 70, 80 degree day, something like this, just hanging out by the lake. I don't know about all day, cause, uh, it does that to me. <laughs> Very carbonated. Yes. Sorry about that. No, it, yeah, it, it 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 makes me feel like I'm gonna explode, which is cool because I've always wanted to feel like I was gonna explode. But no, I really like it. I just don't know that I could drink a shit ton of. Yeah, this bottle, the size of it, is definitely a sharing bottle. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's one sitting. <laughs> Do you guys get any of that outstanding great finish that this beer is supposed to have? I think I get a little bit of it, but I don't know it's because if I'm actually getting it or if just because I know I'm supposed to be looking for it. Like this this tastes more like a like a lemon beer or like almost like a shandy yeah, almost, almost. Like a shandy. Like a white grape. I wonder what kind of wine bar- red wine barrels. Huh. Well tanningy. Tannins. Oh, I get some red berry in it, but it's lemon dominant to me. For sure. Anyway. I, uh, at first it's like, oh, very tart, but then after a couple more sips, um, yeah, it's, it's not too bad. Uh, I get a lot of that lemon citrusy acid at the end, um, but not too offensive for me. And I typically don't like shandies cause I don't know, I'm not a big lemon person. But uh, this isn't too bad. I uh, kind of agree with Chris. I don't know. Um, that bottle would probably waste before I finished it myself. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to dr- drink that with friends for sure. Maybe a little colder. That. It wouldn't be too bad. Might uh, tame down some of that acidic that I'm mm-hmm. getting. Get a little bit of like hay too. Yeah. A little dry at the end and yep. right on the top of my tongue. That makes sense. Well, you guys want to rate this one? Zero to six? Who wants to start it out? Yeah, we should. I don't know. <coughs> flush the flush the <laughs> format. I'd, uh, I would give it a a four. Okay. Yeah, four and a half. I dig it. Jacob? Four and a quarter. I'm pleasantly surprised. You thought it was going to be a bomb, didn't you? I really thought this was going to suck, and it's a magnum bottle, so I thought I'd bring it here to make all you suffer. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank boy, you. that backfired. Joe's on you, we're degenerates. <laughs> yeah, it's not a cork top, so we can't put that back on, so we got to finish it. Yep. How about you, Zach? What do you got for a number? I am. I very much enjoy this. I'm going to have to go all the way up to five on that. Okay. I'll go uh, four and a half. Right, so the average for cro- cro- cross? Cross. Cross. Strain? Is 4.45. Not bad. This next one, though. This next I one's going to be... They're in the black fridge, Chris. This next one's going to be a funky fucking brew. Might as well just get both those out. Didn't you bitch about one of them being uh, not cold enough? Fucking fucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
This next one is from Jester King Brewery out of Texas. And this is their Snorkel. It's a farmhouse ale brewed with alderwood, smoked sea salt, and oyster mushrooms grown by our neighbor, Logro Farms. Logro Farms is located just a few hundred yards from Jester King Brewery at Cirrus Park Ranch. I'm not sure if that's how it's pronounced, but it looks that way. Hey, Ernie, God, grow up. All over the calculator? I swear to God, this doesn't always happen. (laughs) (laughs) Did you shake this one? No, I just rolled it like I did the other one. All right. So. Must be the mushroom. Snorkel takes partial inspiration from traditional German Goza. Like Goza, it's moderate in alcohol, brewed with malted wheat and salt, and has some acidity or sourness in the flavor profile. We specifically use both sea salt and alderwood smoked sea salt and fermented snorkel, like all our beer, with a blend of brewer's yeast, naturally occurring wild yeast, and native souring bacteria, the last of which lends the beer its acidity. But Goza only served as a jumping off point. From there, we set out to explore the savory characteristics of umami through through the use of the oyster mushrooms. All right, we got oyster mushroom everywhere. Umami. <laughs> this is a 4.2% ABV, so this is a farmhouse ale or a Saison. What are the other? <laughs> Do we choose her? That's what it says. Farmhouse ale, Saison. It's like a choose your own adventure. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> He's like, ugh. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to fill this it class up. stinks in here. Definitely smells like a farmhouse, but not like a nicely upkept uh, Instagram worthy one. Like, <laughs> it's like the ones you drive by on the highway and you're like, oh, I wonder if someone still lives there. And you see someone walk out and you're like, oh, no. All we do here is turkey death. <laughs> <laughs> turkey death. Um, yeah, the smell is very much uh, like a ranch. Like you'd kind of like Hidden Valley, or like, <laughs> I might as well just leave. Like one with Jacobs here, pigs and <laughs> <laughs> no one with pigs and cows. It's kind of got that shit smell to it, animal more, shit. More like a hayloft to me. <clears throat> to me, so I used to live by one of the busiest highways in the state, right next to one of the livestock barns, and this just smells like the semis that used to drive by. Mm-hmm. Earthy, dirty. Oh, that taste is. Like you're drinking liquid dirt. It's like a dust, it's a dusty hayloft. Yeah. Yeah. I, I literally, literally just went up and just bit down on a hay bale. Who are they making this for? <laughs> I don't know. They have a very large contingency of Hereford and Angus that they need to make <laughs> this for. Well, I think you guys are being dicks. It's not That's, that bad. No, it's not as tart. As the uh, ratio seventy nine, uh, very earthy. I don't get as much uh, funkiness as my arms are waving in the air. Um, Wacky inflatable. They, <laughs> <laughs> um, it kind of doesn't have really long legs. It kind of stays with you for a little while, and then it kind of tapers off. Like, see you later. There's definitely funk, but there's some sweetness in there. I can't figure out what it is. It's really salty though, and then salt. And, uh, yeah. And what kind of smoked, Alderwood smoked sea salt? Smoked sea salt. Okay, I can get that. Yeah, it's not great. Oh, and we're I the mean, dicks? Yeah, you guys are straight <laughs> shit. It smells l- just like actual poop, and it tastes like actual poop on a hot... Yeah, you guys are dicks. Growing up on a farm, this beer brings me back home. I wish somebody would. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yes, I am being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wish they would have. It's it's weird because it's it has such a powerful scent, but then the flavor doesn't really back it up. I feel. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish they either would have leaned more into the funk or leaned more into this like this the the salty side of things. Because right now this is just in the middle, yeah. and it's kind of like you, you'll you'll drink a bad beer because it's ex- an ex- experience. You'll drink a good beer because you like it. A beer that doesn't leave an impression on you, you don't remember. Well, this one definitely leaves an impression. Uh, 
I like the the earthy notes. I wish it was uh, like some more of the sweetness kind of played up, but I don't I'm, know. I'm going to rescind part of what I said. That saltiness stays for a while in your mouth until you take another drink and then it just keeps getting worse. Mm-hmm. But then you have another drink because you can't stop. There, there's like a hint of like a citrus sweetness and then it's gone immediately. Yeah. I'd probably give this a 375. I would give it a two. I'd probably be about, I'm going to say it's about three, five. By the way, this is uh, the batch from December, 2021. Um, yeah, I'll give it a three. I give it three and a quarter. So the average for the snorkel. Yep. Is 3.1. Average. Woofta. That different. Now I'm afraid. Shake that one to shit too, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you need to roll it. I don't know. Just fucking open it. Okay. That's what I'd do. Towards Knox. <laughs> Towards you. <laughs> and the laptop. Towards yeah. the laptop. All right. This next one is also by oh, Jester oh, King she's Brewery. Going. Oh, she's going. Put your Ooh. mouth on it. <laughs> he said without a hint of sarcasm. <laughs> Wrap your lips around this bottle. All right. And this is their Citrus Fruit Direct. Uh, fruit is spelled F-R-O-O-T. It's an IPA. It's a farmhouse IPA. So we brewed a dexterous wort with raw wheat and flaked oats over a base of Tex Malt San Joaquinto Turo and Wildfire Pale Malt. We then pitched our mixed culture in stainless steel with the Biotrans dry hop of Yukonot and Amarillo. Following primary, we re-fermented the beer with fresh, hand-juiced, dancy mandarins and Hamlin oranges from Orange Blossom Farm in Utopia, Texas, west of San Antonio. I'm a dancy mandarin myself. <laughs> You're a dancy mandarin. We then dry hopped the beer two more times with Yukonot and Sabro Cryo before adding the hand-processed zest from the mandarins and oranges. 100% naturally conditioned in bottles and kegs. I wasn't paying attention, I mean, following along with the words. I was just listening to Knox while I was smelling this. And when you got to Yukonot <laughs> and just kept going, I was like, what? I cannot what? yeah that's what happened to me yeah this ode to texas only thing that's happened to you true story this ode to texas citrus has notes of orangina mimosa honeysuckle orange blossom perfume painkiller cocktail and lacto fermented orange marmalade i think this is the the darkest of the yellow of the ones that we've had so far today I get a little orange, but I also get a lot of just the like the malt bill comes through. Yeah. Kind of almost has like an IPA smell a little like, bit to it. It is. IPA like, and fruit. Like wet hay and oranges. Yeah. I, I don't mind the smell though. It ki- it kind of smells like like kitchen cleaner, but in a good way. Yeah, the high dollar kitchen cleaner. Yeah, you know. It kind of tastes that way too. Made from real kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> Cluster fucks made with clusters and fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put my finger on this one. Like I think I smell like some orange zest, but I'm there's something else. It, the taste it is, tastes like like the, the honeysuckles kind of oh. in there. You're talking about aroma still. I'm like it tastes like the off brand of lemon pledge. I was just gonna say it, it, it tastes like what you think cleaner tastes like when you oh. were a kid. Mm-hmm. Lemon orange pledge. That's the power of pine saw. <laughs> I like I uh I like the orange notes on the flavor. Me and, too. And you get a little bit uh a little bit of tart. It's not overly sour. And then it's very much the malt bill. It's grainy. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that the, the grainness on this one either. It's got a very complex flavor to it. It's a little almost like it's uh pithy though. Mm-hmm. Where I'd like, I'd like a little more sour to come out. To me, it seems like it's a little bit bitter, um, which I don't want as much out of something that we're going to call a wild fermented sour. Gotcha. That's just my opinion. Glad you were here for it. Ugh. I do appreciate the uh, the hop additions to this one, though. Mm-hmm. It definitely gives it much more character. What did it say? It was a an IPA farmhouse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it tastes like. Yep, right there. Well, it's got kind of a funky aftertaste, though. It does. This is one you definitely are going to take your time on. You're not going to be just pounding this one. 
Uh, I've Does already it, had two glasses. It already uh, <laughs> it has a really nice mouthfeel though. Mm-hmm. It's really silky smooth. Yeah, I feel the I feel just the added stuff along with the IPA that just really helps balance it out. I think I said it before on uh, an episode I was on before, but it feels a lot like people really want to. When it comes to anything with IPA, they just want to lean into the bitter. Like, how bitter can we make this? An IPA just has to be bitter. Whereas there are really complex flavors when it comes to IPAs, and this really complements those kind of bitter, more sour notes. We were going to try to brew a really bitter IPA and just call it Chris. Oh. <laughs> this one's growing on me, though. Chrisiba. <laughs> yeah, this is batch number two from March 2022, so this is actually a pretty newer one, which I'm glad because that means the hops aren't aren't uh, tasting like cardboard. Although I'm sure if, if we would have tried this in April or May of this year, it would have had a lot more hop characteristics. If only we could turn back time. If we could find a way. <laughs> I take back those words that'll hurt you. And you'd say, all right. <laughs> it's been a while since we burst out in the song. I fucking, it, <laughs> I fucking love Cher. This one is a 6.7% ABV too, by the way. So this has got a little bit more character, a little more bite to it. Get you drunker quicker. Yeah, I'd have to. I'm I'm not a huge fan of this one. Just that I can't get past that aftertaste. Might have to have some of this uh, urban growler cream ale. Cowboy cream ale? Uh, I think this one's the best one I've had so far today. Um, uh, the big Magnum bottle's the best we've had today so far, in my opinion. Okay. I'm going to give this one a four. I think it's better than the last one, but it's not great. Okay. Jacob, any other final comments before you give your score? Three, seven to five. I think if I think if I keep drinking more of it, it would get better, mm-hmm. but I'd also just get more drunk too, so... <laughs> No shit. That's how it works, dude. Wait, <laughs> hold on That's a fucking science. minute. Well, the one previous to this, the more I would have of it, the more I would hate of it, I think. Gotcha. Yeah, I I kind of get the same thing. When I first tasted it, I started around that 3-5 area, but the more it's grown on me, I would go so far as say I'd put this one at like a four. Yeah, I'd go four and a half on this one. I'll give it a three. So the average for the citrus fruit misspelled is 3.85. All right, with that, we'll take a quick ad break, and we'll be right back after this. Yay! I can't wait to get back. Hey, neighbors, Knox here, and I want to tell you all about our sponsor, Bridgeview Liquor. Conveniently located at 935 37th Avenue South of Moorhead, just off of I-94, they are our favorite off-sale store in town. Why, may you ask? Mainly it's because they have the largest beer selection in the area, But they also have a wine section that is specially curated to provide the best wines at every price and for every occasion, with a special focus on smaller, independent wineries and European wines of all types. When it comes to service and staff knowledge, I think they are the best around. There have been more than a few times that I have asked questions, (laughs) some of them stupid, and they have the best answers. And more importantly, they don't make me feel like an idiot for asking. Three Saturdays out of the month, they also hold spirit classes teaching you all about that specific alcohol. Their classes are very informative and fun. We've been to more than one, and we plan on going to more in the future for sure. For more on these classes, head over to their Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash bridgeviewliquor, hover over their events tab, and you can pick and choose whichever topics you want to know more about. And for a minimal fee, you can enjoy a class or 10 as much as we have. One of my most favorite things also that Bridgeview does is post up their huge beer releases with a picture tagging all the breweries that they just got beer from so you can click on the brewery to find out more about them and the beers themselves. So head over to Facebook, find Bridgeview, like their page, and make sure to follow them to be notified of Bridgeview news. As an added bonus, when checking out at Bridgeview, if you mention the podcast Brews, Booze, and Reviews, you will receive 10% off your entire purchase. So head over to Bridgeview today for all your spirit purchases. Today's food for the podcast is brought to you by Deeks Pizza. Deeks, great pizza that won't empty your pockets. Open from 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. in Grand Forks, Fargo, and West Fargo, Deeks Pizza serves customers with dough made fresh daily, quality ingredients, and 100% real Wisconsin cheese. 
Available for pickup or delivery, Deke's Pizza has you covered when that craving hits. For your next pizza fix, you can either go online to deekspizza.com, that's D-E-E-K-S-P-I-Z-Z-A.com. You can download the Deke's Pizza app, or you can call 701-772-3335 in Grand Forks, or 701-235-0708 in Fargo or West Fargo. We here at Bruise Bosom Reviews want to send a special shout out and thanks to our sponsors, FargoUnderground.com. If you want to find out more about things going on in the FM area, just head over there to FargoUnderground.com, hover over the events tab, and you can see things like the major events they have going on here in town. They have other events, they have classes and workshops and arts crafts. Or in the nightlife section, they have my favorite tab, which is the comedy section. So when you hit on that, that shows up coming comedy events for the current month that's happening. So head over to FargoUnderground.com, check out their events tab, and see what's going on in the area today. All right, welcome back from our ad break. Hey, Knox. Hey, what? Did you know in Athens, no one wakes up before noon? Why is yeah. that? Dawn is tough on Greece. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's fucking wild. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you one of them. Greatest joke ever written. <laughs> it's on a, a post it note. I am upset that I've been doing comedy for almost five years now, and I will never hear something better than that. <laughs> These uh, corks a little hard to get out? A little bit. A little and, bit. And something's wrong with my hands lately. I'm fucking shaky and weak. And I don't know what's going on. I was literally like trying to sign. Yeah, and you make fun of me when I got the shakes. And I'm I was trying to, to sign documents last night for the, the Jalen Travis's uh, marriage certificate. Mm-hmm. I was fucking like, I have tremors. You look like a guy but who I writes sh- with his whole fist. <laughs> but I shoot with this hand. <laughs> Holds a pen with his whole fist. Yeah. <laughs> anybody fucking? Are we just gonna God play pass the pass the cork? I I thought you were trying to set up some kind of joke or something. So I was waiting for the punch. And I'm like, oh no. no, this is actually sad. True. Like I was even like playing with my phone and my thumb was just like twitching out. There's something know. wrong with this. We do have a bottle opener if we need to. No, we will struggle like real men. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this next bottle, when it comes open, the, the next four beers are from Lupulin. It's in their, uh, what do they call that? Squig- bottle? Squiggly line. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's in their bottle. Squiggly, <laughs> yeah. squiggle lines. Child-proof bottle. What is, what is it called? Yeah, scribbled lines. How series. long is this damn cork? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So this is a... That went all the way down to the bottom of the fucking bottle. <laughs> okay. 16-inch cork. So this is a... Seven cork's per- putting me to shame. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 7% ABV sour. Uh, Moab is the mother of all barrels. It is a blend of seven of our oldest barrels of dark sour that were aged for just over three and a half years. The barrels received unique amounts of a variety of different wild yeasts and bacteria to explore the distinctive flavors that they produce. All right. It smells like vinegar cherry and uh, dark soul. Like red wine vinegar. Yeah. Or balsamic vinegar. I get like prunes and then some molasses and then, yeah, vinegar. It has, it has like almost like a red ale color to it. It, yeah, it looks, looks kind of like a, um, maybe like a barley wine. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is good. Or like, yeah, like just a regular dark ale. I would say maybe amber ale almost, between a barley wine and an amber ale. It tastes like if you could actually drink cooking uh, sherry. It smells very uh, tart and acidic, like, like you guys said, vinaigrette. We did not. So it'd be almost kind of like, what is that, Duchess de Bourgogne? Duchess de Bourgeonnet. Yep, that one. A Flanders red. Wow. Vinegar. That's I can't get past that now. Oh, that's tart as fuck. It's tart. It's it's like crab apple without the apple, just crab. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm loving every bit of this. I want to cook too, with actually. that. I wanna I, I wanna like cook mushrooms in that. That's gonna go good with Ooh. steak. 
Oh. This bottle in particular is a 7.8% ABV. Sorry. This so you can, get a little, you can get a little drunk while cooking? So this was packaged in April of 2020, so this is a couple of years old already. It's a... Uh, That's something. It dry, I agree with Chris. It makes my mouth water, but it also dries it out at the same time. I don't know what kind of fucking paradox this is. Well, it's got, it's got to be that wine barrel, right, that they age mm-hmm. this stuff in? It does say, have like that tannic, those tannins that wine mm-hmm. has a lot. Yeah, it just says wine barrel aged dark cider. It's like uh, it's, I feel it's raining in the back corners of my mouth, and then it's Mojave Desert up front. Yeah, it kind of like zips up the side of your tongue, kind of. God dang! A feeling that you get right before you throw up. Your mouth starts watering in the back. That's right. Yeah, can't wait. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I put a cucumber in my mouth and I. Held some of this in my mouth, it would come out a pickle. Yeah, a, a cucumber asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> that is Damn a euphemism. <laughs> Who invited you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Technically, you didn't invite me. You just posted anyone free. I'm like, yeah, I can. Yes. <laughs> like, they yes. call each other up. Zach, you lo- drew the shortest straw. It's your turn. <laughs> huh. Which comedian is the saddest today? He'll show up. <laughs> I can't tell if I like this or hate this. Correct. It's it's walking That's a fine yeah. line between I'm either giving this a five and a half or a three. I can definitely see this being incredibly polarizing to anyone who tries it. Like, is it a? Could I try more of it? Yes. That down, but I can definitely see like you get. Another group of five together, they're going to be vastly different than us. Then another group is going to be vastly different. I think it all comes down to if you're the more of the type of person who likes your, like your sweet beers and your sours, or if you bit more of like a like a savory beer person. Do you like Do you like your dick sucked or kicked? <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? Everybody's. <laughs> There's a place for everything. Give it a kick and then a kiss to make it better. I didn't come here to be kink shamed. Ah, <laughs> uh, nope. Huh. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with I don't like this. Yeah, it's just I like the aftertaste. I don't like drinking it. <laughs> it's like I like things coming out of my butt. I don't like things going into them. Precisely. <laughs> but in order to get it out, I gotta put it in. <laughs> That's a weird silence after that. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Well, he's not wrong." <laughs> I, uh, doing, doing the math and engineering, just like, okay, but maybe if we come in from this angle, <laughs> it won't fit. You know what really helped us a lot is just a Being little better. bit of flavor, just a little bit of like a berry flavor in there. Well, I, you don't. I, so I do get berry flavor, but there's berry. But there's also like I want sweetness. I want more sweetness. I'm see, not getting enough sweetness. See, I think this works with the very minimal sweetness it has because it does kind of hit that red wine vinegar balsamic kind of mm-hmm. kick. There's that little bit of sweetness in there to try to balance it slightly, but it is more about that more acidic, that more stringent taste because that's that's the flavor that psychologically we want to go back for more of. That's why we like lemon juice and vinegar and those tart ingredients. I feel like there's pepper in this also, though, or something. I get some weird, dark, almost spiciness. I get some, like... That just makes me want to sneeze it out. That Sea salt, I get some of that in there as well. I want to say pink Himalayan, but that might be too fancy. I don't know if I'd be able to tell the difference in taste of that regular sea salt. Huh. Well, yep. this I'm, just I'm not a big fan. Um, I would not, give it a two. It's not my jam. Um, two seven five. I think it's just under an average beer. Three and a quarter. It's the aftertaste that really just redeems it for me. I like the complexity. I'm gonna go with for bat for this. I think this is the second best one I've done all day. It's four five. Okay. <sighs> I'll go three. It's better than average. Well, that would be right at average. Yeah, but. I don't know. Uh, three turns out, but you can't give it a three point one. No, nope. <laughs> we can't but, articulate but you can, that. But right? you can give the average for uh, MOAB is three point one. Look mother at that. of all, <laughs> mother of all barrels. All right, the yeah. second one we have is the Fugacity Eight, eight right? Correct. This is a nine percenter. Impossible. This is to get out. 
This is Fugacity 8, uh, barrel-aged dark sour ale with cranberry and raspberry. So this might be like the Moab, but have that berry flavor, that sweetness that redeems it, maybe. So they might have made this one right. Maybe. It's a 9%. It just says barrel-aged dark sour ale with cranberry and raspberry. They just fucking love these foot-long corks. <laughs> That's what she said. Damn right she did, and she meant it. (laughs) (laughs) Very important distinction. (laughs) And she meant it. (laughs) Mazel tov. (laughs) That noise you made. (laughs) Oh, teamwork. (laughs) Can you make that a sound bite real quick? Yeah, I could. I will. I want, can you send that to me so it can be my text tone? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I can definitely do that. At least from this distance, the color almost has like a molassesy look to it. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a really dark brown ale. Dude, why the fuck am I shaky? I don't know. Drink more. See if that helps. Hydrate. Oh, there's almost a little uh, bit of maltiness to this. I don't get much off the aroma. Really? Well, you suck at this. I'm still get. I'm getting like blasted with raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like from the, actually from the bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raspberries grow in a bush, you know. I'm yeah, no, I, I, from I, it. I hand picked them. <laughs> he just laughed because I said bush. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sweet raspberry. I think there's some cranberry in there too, like a cranberry juice. I ate cranberries Ooh. last night. I like this one. This is what that Moab needed. That sweet berry flavor added to it. Sweet marijuana. Yeah, this is... A little is... bit of tartness from the cranberry, and then yeah. you get that raspberry. You can almost taste the seeds in the raspberry. Yeah. Yeah, this is real good. Daddy likey. I'm glad he brought his big daddy words. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, yeah, this is the best one I've had all day. This is like someone drank the Moab and was like, how do we make this better? Crap exactly it what some, they did. <laughs> crap it through some berries. <laughs> yep. Blasted in the bush. Blast. <laughs> Straight punch in the bush. Cunt punt. Um, geez, you know what? I don't have much more to say other than that. I really like that that um, sweet raspberry on the nose and that tart cranberry in the flavor. Everything there's, just kind of buries out and it's really nice. There's good there's still good sweetness to it, but it's tart enough to to make you pucker a bit, which I like in these wild fermented sours, mm-hmm. where you have a little bit of a balance, it's still aggressively tart and sour, but a good sweet balance to it. This is a this is a real well balanced, real well made. I enjoy the shit out of this. Yeah, this one's really good. See, I am, and I think it's almost just a little bit too sweet for me. Okay. I kind of get the the taste of like. Like a like a fruit punch from the store. Like it almost has like a little bit of like that overly processed sugar kind of feel to it in my mouth. And I hmm. not, can't really explain it too well. No, you proved yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the proof is what I'm putting out. Yeah, I, I dig this one a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should pass that back over here. And I should yeah. have a little more. Revisit it. Food gas. See, this is like to me. For me, this is wild fermentation done right. You're balancing out that the tartness and the funkness. Take me down to the Fuga City with some nice, real fruit sweetness. How, how, tell me what. That's plenty. Tell thank me you. Where. When? Where? Uh so much so that oh, I, think, I get a lot more off the aroma now. Yep, I think I would give this one uh, for wild fermentation sours. This one is probably at least a five twenty five, five two five, maybe even a five five. I think a 525, I'll stick with that one. I agree. I was going between a 5 and a 5.25, but you talked me into it. It's good. I like it. Chris? Yeah, let's make three of them. Four. Four of them. Four 525s. How about you? I'm just right? going to... Yeah, yeah. Kay. I'm going to give it a just a straight four. Okay. Way to fuck our score up there, Zach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Wait. the average for Fugosity 8 is 5. All right, and the next one will be the Fragmentary Delusion Black Current variety. This is the one I have the highest hopes for. I'm a sucker for anything Black Current. And this You've is had their... some good wine from. Oh, where was that? That was Black Current. Four E <laughs> and 4E. Um, 
Bear Creek, and uh, what was the other? There's another winery that we had, um, Rookery Rock, that we had a nice wine there with that blackberry in it, current. <laughs> Still weak. Super corks. All right, so this is from 2021. It's barrel-aged dark sour with black currant, 7.3% ABV. Only three remaining. As of this recording. <laughs> this is very riveting for an audio yeah. medium. <laughs> oh, I, I delete yeah. all those silence. Sorry, so. <laughs> I've come to the conclusion uh, in, in my travels with this podcast that if there's nothing in, that you really need to say, just shut the fuck up. Ernie. And... and, t- and t- <laughs> And just edit out all the fucking quiets, because there's been podcasts where one of these guys couldn't make it, and I had to try to fill in by just spewing fucking words, and it was annoying as shit. Yeah. I do that, and you call it dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I do want to note, um, I did have the their cer- Cerise de Chance with cinnamon and vanilla in it, because um, I bought that bottle as well, and it was actually really fucking good. Uh, I also gave a bottle to Logan McLean from Drecker Brewing. So he's he's he uh, he tried that out recently, and he thought it was really good. First thing I notice is the color. Even the head Ugh. is a good, Wolf, got a good there? pink mahogany color to it. Yeah, radish, dark radish. Just you get a hit with that I would red say current. It looks aroma. like a radish. Radish. It's not that red. Get that. Dark current right on the nose immediately. Uh, yeah, I get that dark, that dark fruit. Um, maybe a little bit of vinegar again in here, but not nearly as bad as that. Yeah. So maybe I, I don't get so much as vinegar. I know what you're saying though. It's you get that wild, wild fermentation, fermentation, that, fermentation yep. that sour funkiness, funk on the nose. But it's not like it's not offensive. Real big, real bold. Yeah. You do get that black currant smell underneath that uh, sour funk of the well fermentation, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, taste, guys, what do you guys get? This reminds me a lot of the last one, the raspberry one, but just like plain. Mm. Like you still get like a lot of those red berries, but I think it's just. It tastes more like a base. Yeah. It, with a little bit of fruit in it. Yeah. They could have bumped up the blackberries or black currant a little bit more in this one. Yeah, because if if you're getting black currant, that's such a unique and distinct flavor. You want to lean into it, and it's not hitting me as hard as I want it to. Mm-hmm. Like, well, let just... me give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> how how hard do you want to be hit? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll say when. No violence. <laughs> My safe word yeah, is meatloaf because I'll do anything but love, but I won't do that. <laughs> Old joke. Well, was that what that was? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you have to put labels on it. Yeah. <laughs> Still not bad though. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one is seven point three percent. I could definitely drink that bottle myself. It's a seven fifty. I think it's only the second bottle here that I would, I would be able to drink myself, other than the other uh, Fugacity Eight that we just had. Um, it's light. It dries it's out a little crushable. more than I want it to. Okay. Yeah, I wish I had a little bit more staying power. I ha- wish I had a little bit more of a, not even necessarily a punch, just a little bit more of something to bring out that current a little bit yeah. more. This just makes me want to go drink black currant wine and get that flavor. <laughs> right. What did you say, Chris, that you, dries out a bit at the end? Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, it... It just doesn't have as much sizzle, some, as much zing as that the fugacity that we just had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's pretty. It looks good. It smells good, but it just doesn't I mean, deliver. It's still really good. Yeah, I still really like it. It just doesn't punch up the way the other one did. Mm-hmm. That last one. It's like you 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 go on a date. They're all dressed up, all of the nines, and then the night just kind of ends with a handshake. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hand stuff anyway. That's good. <laughs> hand stuff. Still first base. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I was to score this one, this one would be a, a four seven five for me. I think. Uh, four point two five. Four five. Three seven five. Four five. I'm sorry, Chris. Would you say? Uh, four five. And three seven five. Yes. And Zach, what'd you say again? Four, uh, four five. Four five. 
<clears throat> wow, you paid attention to almost nothing, huh? Why? Well, I, <laughs> I typed it into the calculator, but I didn't write them down. So the average for the black current is 4.35. All right, this last one of the day is Fugacity number six. This is a 6% barrel-aged golden sour with apricot, tangerines, and blood oranges. Now this one's got my dick hard. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just those fruits in there? Yeah, it was, this one was... Tangerines uh, are whores. Yes, they are. <laughs> That's why I say this one for last. I figured I would do the best for last. Don't give yourself a hernia. Oh, uh, you mean another hernia? I'm trying to get matching. <laughs> <laughs> one on each side. Give him yeah. a brother. <laughs> Yeah, fuck me in the face. You didn't say please. <laughs> or Simon says. <laughs> Simon says, says yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, so far the color looks pretty good. It's it's actually super clear. It it's is. It's like lager clear. Great carbonation, nice head. Thanks, I uh, <laughs> Pretty face. I shaved today. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That's why uh, when you fell in love with Anne, she came up and she said, you got a nice head. Just one. That's such a good, that's such a good compliment. You didn't roll this, did you, Chris? No. Look at, ours are, to- I got floaties. Good. Yep, I got floaties too. Yeah. Those are oh, good. I wanted floaties. Well, maybe you need to add some to yours then, here. Yeah, I, I, I don't. See, it's not that easy of a job, is it, Chris? I don't roll things very often. I don't give a fuck. I'm like a honey badger. All right, so when I got mine on the, on the, Bottom end of the bottle, it's much more not see-through. M- much more not see Ooh, Yeah, okay. More Still cloudy. good carbonation, though. Oh, god damn. Scoozy. <laughs> it's just non-stop over here. Yeah, I, I wonder, are to... all these bottle conditioned? Uh, yeah. I'm goddamn gaseous. Mmm, that smell is <laughs> that boxer? nice. Tart. Yes. <laughs> gaseous clay. Gaseous clay. <laughs> <laughs> gaseous. <laughs> the lady that'll knock you out. All right. Fart like a butterfly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Burp like a me. Drink like a me. <laughs> okay, so what do we say? Apricot, or- blood oranges. I get apricot first. Tangerine. I, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I have COVID, but I don't get a whole lot. I mean, I get a little fruit and again, a little bit of that kind of farmhouse funky aroma, but. Do you get kind of like a glue smell? It's not like glue me in the face like I thought these flavors would smell. Yeah, kind of like an Elmer's glue, but tamed down. Uh, I get no. I get blood orange first, and then comes the funk, and then a little bit later I get some tangerine or apricot, one of the two on the nose. To me, it's apricots first, then I get the the sour, and then it's like the tangerine and orange. See, See I'm getting the funk first, and then it's just pulling the whole fruit salad with it. Yeah. Yeah, but we got the bottom wow. of the bottle as well. I think you guys need to pass that around. Do you think they filled more. it up in that fucking order? Or do you think this mixed up the whole way? <laughs> well, well you sure did roll it. it. <laughs> well, you're getting that first. It. You're getting that first. It's probably because you got the top it's, of the bottle. You got the neck pour. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, guys. It's all mixed into the same liquids. They're married. Pour some more glass. Get all the funky oyats in my Oh, head. yeah. It's. It's funkiness and then maybe blood orange on the taste. Yeah. I get that herbaceous blood orange first, kind of. And then it pulls in all that sweetness after that. Wow, this is nice and complex. I mostly taste golden sour. Yep. I don't get a lot of those other flavors yet. I kind of wanted more, maybe a little sweeter from those fruits. And I just get so much funky wild fermentation taste. Like that vinegary kind of okay. taste. Yeah. Well, I've definitely learned today that I like wild sour stuff, so I'm going to go probably go buy some of this on the way home. <laughs> yeah, this is really good. I like it. I wish I got more than just, I mostly get like the blood orange, I guess, on the flavor. I got these bottles at Lublin and Big Lake. I'm not sure we well, can get, get these bottles in particular here in town, but mm-hmm. at least some kind of thing. You can order them. Yeah, I'm definitely just getting like tangerine, orange, right? Like those, uh, the cuties. 
The little you tiny can, oranges you'd get. Oh, you yeah, can yeah, find yeah. stuff from Atypical at Happy Harry's, and they do some really awesome uh, wild fermentation sour. Electric Nectar is probably the one I'd. I went to the one on 45th the other day and I didn't see any, they only any had, typical sours they only there. There might be some on 53rd Avenue. One atypical when I was there last. I think it was the Heffy. Okay. I don't know if they're getting rid of them or phasing them out, but. Well, that's garbage if they are. Um, Any other final notes about this Fugacity number six? I'm a little let mm. down. I was expecting more fruit. Yeah. It's much more of that base. I really wanted more of that, those fruits. Every time I go back to it, I get a different one, it seems. Well, yeah, it's because it's in layers, like you said before. Right. You got it's like an onion. Fucking stupid. Sours are like layers. I bet the, I bet the next one's apricot. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't mix them. <laughs> that would be cool if I could pour them exactly where they stopped. <laughs> you make fun of me, but it's content, goddammit. Yep. Is it? Ooh, that's even darker. Look at that. Ah, uh, that must be the blood orange section. Yeah. Hmm. All oh, right. I'm getting way more apricot on this on the. What layer are you in, Chris? Uh, I am. How many licks does it take to get to the apricot to the... center of the uh, fugacity, fugacity number six? six. <laughs> I fucking hate everybody in this room. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I hit the Dunkaroos level. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> The drunker dudes level? <laughs> um, I think this is my second favorite of the day. Uh, still. Really? Uh, I'm going to give this one a five. Mm. 3.5. <sighs> five. Oh, I think I still like the, the raspberry one a little better. Okay. Jacob? Five and a quarter. I really love, like, just base golden sours. Excellent. Golden what? Golden, Golden showers? Enunciates. I didn't come here to be king shit. This is always a problem. Well, then don't make it so easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Zach, what do you got? I'm going to go 475. It's definitely up there for one of my favorites, but definitely a little let down by I wish there was a little bit more fruit coming through. All right. So the average for Fugacity 6 is 4.7. Why don't you give us a rundown of today's episode, Big Earn? Well, first place was Fuga City 8 at a 5, and then Fuga City 6 at 4.7. Are you then, just saying that wrong on purpose? Saying what wrong? <laughs> Fugacity. Oh. Then we had uh, Cross Brew, Cross Brew, the uh, Ratio 79 at 445. Cross Strain. And then the... Um, Black current. What do you keep saying cross strain for? Because that's what it, that's, the brewery is cross strain brewery. Oh. K-R-O-S. Yep. Oh, he, he just has cross brew. Yeah. R write the whole thing. Ernest. Sorry, Christopher. <laughs> I forgot where I was. Uh, the delusion, the black current one was 435. And then we had the Jester King citrus fruit spelled wrong at 3.85. Uh, Lupulin, the um, MOAB was 3.1, and so was the Jester King Snorkel, 3.1. We got a tie for last place, fellas. Let's drink them again. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, no, see no. which one is the worst of the day. No, I'm good. We can I don't think I need that. to try to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so the, flav the favorite, though, was the raspberry cranberry one, right? Fugacity. Yeah, by, well, I'd say by quite a bit, but not really. But it's not. Okay. You guys really like that Fugacity 6. Yes, oh, we sorry. do. Fugacity. Or wait, is it French? <laughs> I don't know. All La, right. La Fugacity. All right, guys. You guys got anything to promote for the episode? Jacob? Nope. How about you? You got any shows coming up? Anything you got going on? Your streaming thing? What's the website address for that? Your yep. streaming thing. <laughs> streaming. Yep. So still we're going to get more... Uh, live shows going on. We're getting some new shows and uh, new open mic going up around here. So hopefully that'll be, get up and going soon. But where at? Uh, it's gonna be at uh, Bosses Pizza. Hmm. They're gonna be doing a weekly open mic there, and then they're gonna start doing comedy on the opposite weekends of the cellar. So there should be new comedy every week now. Great. Um, on top of that, 
Uh, still staying on the the schedule every Monday and Tuesday at seven central. If you go to Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash try attack Zach. That's T R I attack Zach. I'm streaming video games and other nerdy content for people to just come and hang out. We talk comic books. We talk video games. Uh, we've been playing through the latest Pokemon game release, and everyone's been having an awesome time with it. And that's Zach with an H, not a K. Correct. Yes. Yep. So how often do you get out of your parents' house? <laughs> <laughs> Only when I need more dino nuggets. <laughs> Jeez. That's awesome. That's, All right, so uh, definitely go to try to attack Zach. Check out his stuff there. Um, any other final notes on today's episode? Better than I thought. Yeah, I, I thought go it was going to be super funky and gross. I mean, we only had two of them that were... Yeah. At least one of them that was like, Ugh. I feel like maybe drinking some whiskey or something. I'm not big on the farmhouse style in general, I don't think. I'm I'm not either, but I've had a couple ones that I would like I would definitely buy again if I ever saw it again. Right. It's because it was good and have it on hand because it's good. I, I mean, generally think, speaking though, I think the farmhouse ones, you know, those are the two that finished the worst, right? Were the farmhouse style. Yeah. And uh or two of the, the worst. The mushroom one. Yeah. Yeah, that mushroom so, I mean, one, just, that was crazy. You know, I mean, there's going to be outliers everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't like something, but I like one of them, you know. But I think mm-hmm. just in general, farmhouses are just... Not your cup of tea? Not my cup of tea. Yeah, I think everything turned out really good here. I never really delved into uh, this kind of stuff before, and it definitely gave me a new appreciation for it. And it gave me a nice breakdown, because about a third I really liked, a third were kind of middle to me, and a third were definitely bottom of the pack, so. Yep. <laughs> definitely. Some of them were, Ugh. I ran the numbers, and that sounds about right. Yes, that's yeah. correct. <laughs> I even used the calculator. One, one, f- one, three. Got it. Yep. <laughs> Five, eight, zero, zero, eight. All right. So. Did you just dox us? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just said boobs on the calculator. That's how you did boobs on the calculator. Anyways, we want to thank our sponsors for supporting our show, and we want to thank you, our listeners, without whom this podcast could not happen. And to you, we say... May your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> I like the way you ding them. This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. For more information, head over to brewsboozeandreviews.com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You too can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale that you can purchase from our shops tab on Facebook. We also have extra content that you can access by going to patreon.com slash brews, booze, and reviews.